What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Absolute Sports Betting Degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Wednesday after the main show, which means we can only be talking about one thing, how much I hate iPhones and fantasy football. What's going on, Rich? Yeah, iPhones, how much I hate them and fantasy football. Yeah, looking forward to fantasy football. I think it'll be a good week. Uh, I know last week you had told me you, you played some of the, the players in the rankings and you yeah. did okay, so I'm, I was glad to hear that. Yeah, I mean, I threw a $25 spot down on a, on a tournament and uh, came back with 60 So, Yeah, not bad. Not at all. What's going on, Panther? Oh, winning is winning. Uh, it's going to be an interesting week of fantasy football. We start our first week of actual bye weeks, and we might be dealing with some COVID shit once again. So a uh, lot to pay attention to this week, and Arch, Rich, and I will do our best to get it covered. All right. So, Rich, how'd you do last week, I should ask? I just missed the money at the uh, at the Indianapolis Colts defense, and I was in the money. Yes. Would have doubled my money, but they gave up a cheap touchdown to the Chicago Bears, and that knocked me the out of the money. <laughs> I got Friday'd. Yeah, yeah. Deboed. Oh. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to it, man. Who do we like this week? Who should we be looking at, Rich? Well. I'm absolutely all over te- the, uh, you know, we talk about stacking every week. Teddy Bridgewater and Roby Anderson, I'm starting my lineup right there against Atlanta. Any quarterback, uh, I think you could take one of the top-rated high school quarterbacks, put them up against either the Atlanta or Dallas defense. Well, maybe not Daniel Jones, but <laughs> Teddy Bridgewater and Roby Anderson for sure is a mix that I'm starting my team with this week. Nice. Rich likes to go for the value, and, and I don't hate that play because if you if you stack those two players, it's going to give you a lot of leeway at your running back and your tight end position. So there's really nothing wrong with that. I think you can probably even add uh, Seattle and Minnesota's defenses in there. Uh, a lot of what we're looking at with this daily fantasy now is how many points can your guys score, and it really makes sense to do like Rich is doing and start with the opponent's defense. Is that what you do, Rich? Is you start defense and then work backwards? Well, what I basically do is, is I, I, I calculate out my score, you know, something we do for the show when we do our overs and unders. And I, I calculate that in there and put it in and how many points I expect them to score and how many points defense has let up. Do they play a, a, a better than expected or worse than average schedule? Throw it all in there. It's an interesting, interesting ingredients. And then I spit it out. So what I look for then is it, it creates a projected – Draft King points according to the Draft King system, mm-hmm. and then I, I, I look at the quarterback. So I have Teddy Bridgewater rated fourth um, behind Dak Prescott, Lamar Jackson, and Josh Allen. Uh, Josh Allen has a little bit of a sore wing, so you might uh, maybe kind of put a little caution on him. The one quarterback I wouldn't mind paying up for this week if I was going to pay up for a quarterback would be Lamar Jackson. I think they're going to run all over the uh, Cincinnati. Bengals defense because they're susceptible to the run so I can see Lamar top and triple digits getting over 100 yards rushing and then you'll get that bonus as well and and, and running one or two wins so if I was going to pay up for a quarterback this week a la Panther it would be Lamar Jackson 
Panther? And that's pretty, that's pretty much where I'm starting because there's so much value at the running back position. You're getting guys like Gibson. You're getting guys like Damian Harris. There's backups that are stepping in. I know, I know you like, uh, I'll probably butcher his name, just Jasinski or whatever his name is, but there's, there's so much value at the running back position right now that you can pay a fortune and Lamar's going to be a fortune, but this is the week against that Cincinnati defense that it's going to pay off. Lamar's going to put up mass amounts of points. Cincinnati's not been good against the run and a running quarterback Lamar is just going to be a great big headache for them. I couch yeah, I haven't yeah, read it real high. I couch everything with like look at the total the totals the Vegas sets and I think that would probably tell us, you know, in theory who's going to score a lot of points. The Carolina Atlanta games at 54 and a half right now and the Baltimore game is 51 right now. Yeah, I think both te- I think both games you're going to get some scoring from uh at least, I think in the the Baltimore game, you're going to see some scoring from the Ravens, and I do agree with Panther wholeheartedly. I expect Lamar, you know, he maybe he maybe he can do 250 in the air, a touchdown or two in the air, and I can definitely see him hitting 100 rushing, and then uh, at least one rushing touchdown. So I, I can see him putting up about 350 total yards and three touchdowns easy in that game. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens side over under 33 and a half. Which I think is about right. Yeah, so that looks like they're going to put up some points. If you're looking at 33 points, you got to really like a guy like Lamar Jackson. And and, and like how um, Rich likes to stack his players, I'm probably not stacking any wide receivers with Lamar, but this might be the game where you look at stacking the tight end, Andrews. Um, might be some value there with Lamar Jackson and the tight end. Yeah, he's touchdown dependent, unfortunately, Andrews. So I... Yeah, I'm I'm always kind of leery to put him in the game because he can just as easily go two catches for 15 yards, or he can easily put up a Mike Evans line where he gets three catches, three yards, three touchdowns. So that that's always a little bit scary to me. You still have him ranked pretty high on your projections, Rich. I see that. Yeah, yeah because he does get a big uh, big percentage of the uh, touchdown passes from Lamar. Like when they're in the red zone, it's pretty much Mark Andrews, and you know there's nobody else tunnel vision for. Uh, that's- yeah, that's the ticket because it's play action pass. They run the ball so effectively. There's no point in going to the White House. They're either going to run the ball in or it's going to be a pass to Andrews. For sure. All right. So who else you like? So I think you can make some hay with the, any of the San Francisco starting quarterbacks, whichever one they decide <laughs> to settle on. I think Nick Mullins is probably the least likely to start. But if they put in C.J. Beathard, uh, the word is Jimmy Garoppolo is going to come back. I expect you'll see some points out of that San Francisco offense. Garoppolo to Jimmy uh, to to Kittle four hundred times is very possible. So that's if uh, you know if you're going to stack and, and tight end is one of those positions that sometimes you can put up a zero that can kill your fantasy team. You're never going to put up a zero with Kittle unless he gets hurt. And then uh, if indeed um, Mr. Garoppolo Jimmy G comes back and to play, I think you'll see him be targeted a lot. So that's also a combination I'm looking at. Is that enough value there to, to base your whole stack on? Well, there's Jimmy G is not only 5500 bucks, so that allows you the flexibility to go ahead and, and pay up for Kittle. So, yeah, I, I think there's enough point potential there to, to go ahead and do that. I'm, I've never been really one of the, the stacking guys. Um, there's so much value at the running back and wide receiver position that last week I did, I started a quarterback and tight end. And again, this week I probably will, but the volume, 
the absolute volume of targets that guys like Kittle and Darren Waller for Vegas gets, just by the sheer target volume they get, almost makes them must starts. I've started Waller each of the last three weeks. He hasn't disappointed. Well, the one week he did disappoint. He was damn near no show. But uh, the other two weeks, I mean, double digit targets from a tight end position. I can get value at the running back and wide receiver position. So uh, a guy like Kittle, I don't think it matters who the quarterback is. A guy like Waller, I don't think it matters if Carr gets benched and Mariota's in. These guys are going to get their touches. And I start there. I start at tight end. Kittle or Waller are absolute must starts for me. Or, or Kelsey, too. Kelsey is a pretty uh, active tight end with uh, Mahomes, too. He doesn't forget yep. him in the game. Kelsey is, is active, and I love Kelsey. The, this small knock on Kelsey is he's surrounded by so much more talent than these other two teams are. Oh, for sure, yeah. Well, he's he's not the focus of the offense like Kittle and uh, Waller, at least not the passing offense. Exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. I see Mike Davis ranked pretty high in your running back projections. Are we looking at a, <laughs> a Carolina stack? Just take everybody on Carolina, Rich? You know, I took Mike Davis in my lineup. I'm going to be heavy on Carolina. That Atlanta defense is pretty bad. Mike Davis is getting, you know, pretty much he's he's getting a little bit of competition out of the backfield right now, but he's the, getting the lion's share of the of, of the carries. He's getting six, seven, eight targets a game. So in fantasy, these wide receiver these uh these re- points per reception points add up fast. So I think he'll end up, you know, coming close to 100 yards rushing. He'll he'll get six or seven catches, and he'll have a pretty good chance to score at least one, maybe two touchdowns in what could be a high-scoring game. So, yeah, I, I actually have a Carolina Panther stack, so I almost feel like <laughs> there's something wrong with me. I should go get some counseling <laughs> when the show's over. Well, I mean, it makes you wonder if Dan Quinn will ever fix that Atlanta defense. But until he does, taking the opponent of the Falcons offensive players, just it just seems like it's an easy play to do. Carolina has not changed their offense minus Christian McCaffrey. Davis is still getting the targets. Davis is still getting uh, the bulk load of the carries. So um, and you can get him for a decent price. You're not getting him for Christian McCaffrey price. You're getting him for you know, mid-tier running back. So it makes a lot of sense just out of game design. Mike Davis makes sense. And in the very likelihood that the Atlanta Falcons put up a lot, a lot of points, which they are prone to do, it still makes sense that he'll get his touches uh, through the air um, just in, in the PPR format. So, yeah, Mike Davis makes a lot of sense here. Well, there yeah, and the other side of that field, too, I think Todd Gurley makes a lot of sense because you can run all over Carolina. So I wouldn't be surprised to see Todd Gurley have a pretty solid day. And there's a lot of good value in running backs this week. Even even Josh Jacobs is really not that expensive. And, you know, as Damian Harris in his first NFL game showed, you can run on that Kansas City defense. And I expect they're going to lean heavily on Josh Jacobs. So he's also in my lineup. That's true. You can run on the Chiefs unless you're coached by Harbaugh. Um, man, so I'm, yeah, so there it is. That's the stack right there. You right? We're, we're going to take Bridgewater, Davis, uh, Roby Anderson, and DJ Moore, and that's it. <laughs> no, no, no chance I'm taking DJ. Moore. No, okay, okay, no. Hey, Roby uh, Anderson seems to be the apple of Bridgewater's eye, so a lot of the targets are going his way. They're getting him into space, he has game breaking speed. So, you know, he is absolutely. If you're going to stack, I like to make sure I go with the you know the number one wide receiver with the with the quarterback, the guy that's getting the ball the most targets. Like Panther said, you know, volume usually turns into points. So I expect that you'll see 
points there. All right. So we talked about who we like. We got some we got some interesting stacks going. Who do we hate? Who are we going to avoid, Rich? Who are we going to avoid? Well, I, I think, you know, it's it's not hard to say to avoid Carson Wentz. <laughs> uh, I, so I would avoid him. I would also avoid any of the uh, Raiders quarterbacks, whether it's Mariota, whether it's Carr. The Kansas City defense is the number one defense against the pass. So uh, I wouldn't be in a hurry to put Carr or Mariota out there. I certainly wouldn't be. In- Guess who's back? Back again. My bookie's back. Tell a friend. That's right, DJ's Proud to say that we're once again being brought to you by my bookie. But just because they weren't paying us doesn't mean we haven't been giving them some love. I still use my bookie to this date, and you should too. Why? Because March is about to get crazy. Insane. Maybe even a little mad. If you're still on the hunt for a sportsbook to call home, bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter bracket contests for a chance to take home prizes of up to 25,000 big ones, or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now, take advantage of their generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is use the promo code DEGENS, that's D-E-G-E-N-S, but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up-to-the-minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about MyBookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, anywhere. Use the promo code DEGENS to secure your limited-time welcome bonus today. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. In a hurry to put Philip Rivers out there. They're not going to, I don't think, very, be very successful. But the young man that everybody's kind of on, Joe Burrow, I, I think he'll have a very good game. He looks like a good value, but that Baltimore defense is pretty solid. So I would stay away from Burrow. I would stay away from any of the Vegas quarterbacks, and I would actually even stay away from Ben Roethlisberger. Hmm. No Big Ben. Panther, what, no about, Big ben. what about you, man? Who are you just, uh, just cringing at this week? You know, I, I think the guy that really stands out the most to me is going to be Baker Mayfield. Um, they've become a very run-dependent team, uh, even minus Nick Chubb. I still see they're going to run the ball quite a bit, um, test that Indianapolis Colts defense. But that's the biggest reason why I don't trust Mayfield is, A, he hasn't done anything in his first three years to, to put the ball and the game in his hands. And the Indianapolis Colts might very well have the best defense in the entire NFL. It'll, I think it's going to be a tall order to ask Baker Mayfield to put up any real numbers this week against those Colts defenders. Yeah. Okay. I want to ask you about a name, Rich. You got him fairly high on your list, but I think we, we probably want to avoid Kyler Murray this week, don't we? Even though he's playing the lowly Jets. Yeah, I, I think he, he he's not really passing for a lot of yards, but where he does make up four things was is with his feet and i do expect that he'll get his running yards again at some point i think they'll have a pretty decent game passing hell if ripon the uh the nephew <laughs> of um uh, i'm having another one of senior moments mark, but if mark, he, rippin. <laughs> mark rippin yes if he if he if he can have a good game against the jets defense i suspect that kyler murray will have a good defense against the uh, good game against the Jets defense as well. A name that I have at the top of my list is Dak Prescott. 
And I might fade him, even though I have him listed as the top scoring quarterback. And, and that's because I do expect Ezekiel Elliott to be more involved in the running game this year and, and this week. And I don't think they're going to have to throw the ball trying to chase 20 points against the Giants. So game script could be completely different for Dak this week. Yeah, there's no value in Dak Prescott this week because, like you said, it's it's the New York Giants. They're lucky to get the double-digit points in any given week. Um, the Cowboys should really trounce that team. So um, is Elliott might actually get on course. He's really struggled to get out of the gate. Um, but because, as Rich said, they're chasing 20 points a game. Their defense has been so atrocious. But uh, Kyler Murray is interesting because, you know, last week, he, he completed 75% of his passes for three touchdowns, but he only had 133 yards. So that it's kind of what's going on here. Um, you know, talk, Rich has mentioned several times that you can run on that Carolina defense, but Arizona didn't. Um, Drake only had 13 carries. So it's kind of, I'm not sure what Arizona's doing right now, but I do know this, that even with his 75% completion rate, um, Murray still, still has tunnel vision for DeAndre Hopkins. And I'm telling you, that's kind of, it scares me off of him as talented as an athlete he is until he starts to find these other receivers or even throwing it to Kenyon Drake, which who was held without a reception last week. Um, he's going to start having a lot of problems because he's just focuses on one receiver. I agree with that. I also think in Arizona backfield, you could see some turmoil there. I wouldn't be surprised. And we were talking about this after the original show because Max was looking for some running backs. Don't be surprised if Chase Edmonds at some point in time at least turns that into a 50-50 backfield because he's been outperforming Kenyon Drake. Kenyon got paid and apparently decided to go on break. So I, I if you're looking for some, uh, some bi-week kind of fill-ins, Chase Edmonds could be a guy worth uh, you know putting on your bench and getting some yards out of. You did mention Zeke. Is he worth the, what, the like 7800 bucks we have to pay for him? I would say no. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would if rather... You're doing the, if you're doing the Carolina stack, then yes. If you're doing the stack with these value players, because, look, there's no... There's no point in having all this value and then having $10,000 left on your bankroll. If you, you can get an elite running back, an elite wide receiver, because you went and stacked a mid-tier quarterback, a, a mid-tier running back, then by all means, go out and get one of those absolute stuff. This is the week of all the weeks that Zeke stands the best chance of putting up some numbers. I agree. But I, I have Derrick Henry as the top running back, so I he's $800 cheaper. They had a week off. His legs are going to be fresh, real fresh. And I think that he'll have a pretty pretty big game. So I actually took uh, Derrick Henry, Mike Davis, and Josh Jacobs, my top three rated running backs, and was able to get them all on my team because of the uh, the fact that I stacked some value at the quarterback and wide receiver spot. Mm. You know, in the mentioning the Derrick Henry, this makes us a great opportunity to bring up COVID. Um, the lines have already been pulled on the Patriots games and the Titans game. Um, this is going to be one of those situations like last week where we wait and see two more players for the Titans were tested positive today, two more players for the Patriots tested positive this morning. So uh, I would not be in a hurry to put in your DFS lineups this week until we find out what happens with those particular teams in those games. 
That's for sure. Well, the good thing is with Henry, you know, you got a $7,000 salary, so you'll be able to find a, another player pretty easily that fits into that gap. So for sure. maybe if he's out and, you know, a couple of other people out, but Clyde Edwards Hilaire could have a pretty good game against the Las Vegas. So I would just simply flip Henry for CEH if, uh, if that uh, were to become the case. Yeah. And then again, Kansas City, they could, since they just played the Patriots, they could be susceptible to the, to the vid as well. Buffalo, it looks like they're really their their pass defense pretty good. Run defense, not so much. So this like it could be a, a good recipe there. Could be for sure. Kansas City and Buffalo are two teams that I I don't want to say I want to avoid, but at this point right now, I'm I'm I want to wonder how they handle their game scripts this week because these are two undefeated upper tier elite playoff teams that have to play next Thursday. And I don't know, you know, what the script is. They're going to try and just go for a blowout in the first half, or if they're going to run a lot of their um, multiple players, backups, a lot of more playing time just to get ready for that Thursday game when Kansas City and Buffalo goes head to head. That's something to be um, leery of as well. Short week too for the short week for the chiefs too. Unintended short week. They're playing three games in 10 days. And that's all the more reason why you think they might lean a little bit on the on the running game and keep it close, keep the uh, keep the defense off the field, and you know, and not really allow Mahomes um, to take a lot of hits. So I can see Clyde Edwards-Hilaire having a decent game. Yeah, yeah, you can always get value too with a guy like James Robinson or Jonathan Taylor. So there's a lot of value in running back. Heck, you might even think a little bit about uh, Le'Veon Bell, but I, I really wouldn't. I would rather spend my money on either Todd Gurley or. Uh, or maybe even on a Miles Gaskin. I'm here putting a comment up on the board. Let's see. I'm not looking at the board. So. Which side? PPR, CEH and Watson, or CMC and Wentz? One more time? Yeah. Can What's you the see the screen? I, I do see the screen, but I don't see anything. Okay. Which side? PPR, CEH and Watson. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Or CMC and Wentz. Wentz. I, well, I wouldn't play Wentz under any circumstance. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, if you're paying, if you're paying that much for a running back, you got to do better than Wentz. Uh, so if those are your choices, it's got to be Clyde Edwards-Helaire and Deshaun Watson. Look, look, Watson and and that offense can put up some points. Um, they just they've had coaching issues. Romeo Cornell is. Stable. Oh. Uh, I probably a little more more predictable. Yeah. No. Yeah, I expect that you won't. I mean, Wentz is playing against one of the best defenses in the league in Pittsburgh. So I, I have uh, Philadelphia scoring some of the lowest totals on the week. <laughs> I would definitely stay away from Philadelphia. All their players all together this week. Yeah. Okay. Good point. Mm-hmm. I think. Panther, you back? Yeah, I got interrupted by a phone call. So, uh, yeah, when that, in that situation, I, I definitely like uh, Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, and Deshaun Watson if those were your two choices. There you go. All right. Well, gentlemen, it'll be a fun week to see. It's <laughs> Draft your team early and then be prepared to make a lot of changes throughout the week, huh? Absolutely. I mean, I, last week I had to make some changes because I had, they said Mixon wasn't going to play. So I had him in my lineup, oh, no. and then I took him out. And he went beast mode, as you know. So uh, yeah, I had Mixon in my flex. Yep. Yeah, I wish uh, I had him in my flex too. <laughs> I got flexed right out of it. All right, Rich, give us your final thoughts. 
you know, you know, with, with anything like this, to, you know, I, to me, I try to make sure that I stack, I get my value first. And then after I do my value, I go out and then spend money on the big players like Panther likes to do the guys that, you know, are going to produce. And I, you know, you got to focus on running backs. I think they catch the ball and, and quarterbacks that are going to throw touchdowns. So, you know, I, the only thing I can say is, you know, put a good lineup together, look at it and, you know, it adds some interest to the game. So Panther, What's your final thoughts in terms of taking us home on this? Yeah, you know, I, I used to be that big value. I am big on value, but in the, the DFS that I've done every single week, it just looks like there's just so much value at wide receiver and running back. Some of these backups that you like you brought up, Taylor and Robinson, you're getting really good production uh, at, at very valuable uh, prices. So. I'm not afraid to spend money on my quarterback this week. I, I really, Rich and I both love Lamar Jackson um, and tied in. I mean, the, the gap between Waller and Kittle and Kelsey and everybody else is just astronomically huge. So I start there, and there's a lot of choices after that at the running back and wide receiver positions. So um, even with no Green Bay, no Aaron Rodgers, no Aaron Jones, um, Bonte Adams hasn't been playing for the last couple of weeks. So, uh, yeah, I think you got a lot of lot of value at running back and wide receiver there. Agreed. All right. So you guys know the deal. We're ha- hanging out on uh, AbsoluteDegeneracy.com. We got our own app. Um, and you get on there. We talk fantasy Saturday. Uh, I usually put in my lineup Saturday night or Sunday morning. But um, get on there. Ask your questions. I'm asking questions. Let us know what you did last week, what you're going to do this week, and when it's all said and done, kids. Let's all make some money, fools! Information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations. Under no circumstances will the owner-operators of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents.